So here it comes, uh, a budget and an election. The season of politicians treating us like idiots and believing that they can bribe us into their camp. So we've got Labour releasing details of police and crime funding, which will be formally announced in the budget on May the 19th. Let's talk about that first, eh? It's a $562 million package. That sounds like a lot of money, doesn't it? Sounds very impressive. But as always, it's spread over four years. And in fact, when you start looking at the numbers and you think of the current rate of inflation and cost escalation that we are experiencing, uh, the whole package is barely treading water. And that's something all political parties do. Look at this. We're spending $200 million over the next five years. Look at the rate of inflation. Look at the rate of cost increases, etc. Are they really spending more? Anyway, the headlines about this package is helping businesses through the ram raid epidemic. And unfortunately, as we learned this morning, when Porto Williams appeared on Mike Hosking's breakfast show, there is absolutely no detail of how they will help with the ram raid epidemic. Uh, there is no detail because it doesn't exist yet. You have to ask how stupid do they think we are? This is another example of a political party trying to shoehorn its existing policy into the news cycle of the day. This $562 million package was probably in place and ready to go before the ram raids started making the headlines. It's just the same as National swearing black and blue that its intentions to cut tax were to help people through an increase in cost of living. And yet surely, being the masters of business, the masters of economics, they know full well that a tax cut is even more inflationary than the same amount of government spending. This is Economics 101. You'll learn this in the fourth form. People spend tax cuts on smaller consumables, not on big things like building new hospitals. When asked if New Zealanders know how to spend their money better than governments do, people say, yes, you'll hear that line everywhere. But yeah, they do spend it better than governments do on themselves, but not on community initiatives like new roads or public transport or police forces. You know, I, I did not like National and Nicola Willis and Chris Luxon trying to say that a tax cut is an anti-inflation measure because it purely isn't, and it underestimates the intelligence of you and I. And then we've got ACT releasing its alternative budget, which features a $5.3 billion cut in government spending. And they swear black and blue that health and education and uh, policing will not be touched. But the list of cuts are impressive. Can I just go through them? Say goodbye under ACT to the forestry program, research and development tax credits, film subsidies, both international and domestic. You can say goodbye to films in this country. Pest control. Pest control, pine control, all shovel-ready projects, all funding for the Callahan Innovation. If you're connected to any spending for Māori or women or Pacifica, then say goodbye to the gravy train. And then to cap it all off, they want to raise the super to 67 by 2025, which is just three years away. Their program will see super rise every two months for two years. This is an austerity budget in all sense of the words. And you'd have to wonder who would vote for it. Obviously, nobody in ACT is old enough to have a memory that goes back to Ruth Richardson's mother of all budgets back in the 90s and the pain that put New Zealanders through and the length of time we had to be in that pain before we got to the better position. 
X budget is impossible to implement. X budget is virtue signaling. So here we are. A budget and an election. Three parties, three waffly bits of policy, which all miss their mark, and everybody talking them up like billy-o.